0: Today on the Entrepreneur Circle.
1: If you're going to get to do what you absolutely love for money, because most people don't get to do that, it's probably going to be a little bit harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And don't you think it kind of should be? Because there's a lot of people that are like really working jobs they hate right Mm -hmm. now because they're providers or because they want to be responsible in that way. And I always think like the money stuff, that gets scary. That's really scary, right? Because it goes back to that... Sense of security that we all desperately want.
2: You have now the circle.
0: Hey there, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur Circle podcast, where we inspire you by talking to entrepreneurs and business owners about mindset, goals, vision, tips and strategies on how to crush life and business. I am your host, Eric Cabral, real estate investor and a creative. I've been in the creative industry for over 20 years, got my start in New York City as a junior art director and made my way up the corporate ladder to become the creative director at the number one pharma company in the world. That was until I decided to hang up my corporate hat and start my own creative agency called On Air Brands where we broadcast your brand and your message using social media and live stream events. Hit us up at info at to learn more. Also, like subscribe, and share this podcast on social. We greatly appreciate you for it. And also don't hesitate to send us any feedback that you may have because we always love, love, love hearing from you. Before we jump into the show, I'd like to share what some of our sponsors, partners, and friends of the show have to offer you.
3: on-air brands has changed the game. There'll never be a day from here forward when you and I and our companies don't need to be on the air. Every brand needs to be on the air, but so few know that. So it's great to work with a group that are ahead of the curve and to find a company that has been built on the core foundation of the future of marketing. If you're ready to broadcast your brand like they've done for my brands, take the next step and make a change. can transform your business reach out to on air brands today that's onairbrands.com yes onairbrands.com hey there folks Thanks so much
0: for tuning in and for listening. We are on episode 25. I just want to shout out to everyone out there who's been loving and supporting this show. I have had the pleasure of meeting some of the fans of the show uh, while traveling to Miami. And really, it's just confirmation that we are doing the right thing, and we are inspiring and touching lives. And um, big shout out to my my Miami tribe out there, and um, everyone else out there who has been supporting the show. Thank you so much. I love you all. So on today's episode, Ashley Austin Morris, uh, who is a treat, really. I had an amazing time with her, and um, we had such a great conversation. And she's a different type of guest that we normally have, um, and and you'll get to to find out more about her during the show. But her amazing uh, resume, um, you, you know, is is stocked with really cool sort of TV shows and movies. And some of those movies that she's been on is uh, Tom Hanks' Sully, his version of um, you know that story, Sully. Um, She was in Premium Rush with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And some of the most notable TV shows she's been on is The Big Bang Theory, Desperate Housewives, The Good Wife. And the one that I love the most, though, is the Electric Company revival where she played Francine Carruthers. Uh, So check that out. Look it up on YouTube. It's pretty good. Um, So currently, she makes uh, a lot of appearances on stage throughout comedy clubs um, all over the country. And, um, you know, most notably, the one that I met her at was Stand Up New York. And she emceed the show, so she she started it, she kicked it off, she was amazing, and then um, you know she came in and introduced every comic. So uh, we got really treated to her her skills um, while she was emceeing the show. So hopefully you get an opportunity to to see her live as well. So folks, without further ado, I want to introduce you to Ashley Austin Morris.
1: Are we starting? Yeah. Oh, okay. Was oh yeah yeah. You lived in Brooklyn, right? I did. I lived. I've lived everywhere. Everywhere. Really. (laughs)
0: Everywhere in New York or everywhere in the country. I've lived everywhere
1: in Texas and I've lived everywhere in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't lived in the Bronx and or Houston. Those are the only major Staten Island. Okay. No. The five boroughs. Every
0: okay. Out of the five boroughs. Yeah. No Bronx. No Staten Island. So Queens. Brooklyn. Queens,
1: Brooklyn, Manhattan, yeah. Harlem.
0: Uh, That's not a borough, but Inwood.
1: Way. No, I know, but it's just different sections. Yeah, I'm yeah. with
0: you. I've lived in Queens, I've uh, the Bronx, Manhattan, and not Brooklyn, or because the Brooklyn wasn't a thing. The Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm such a tourist. Um, the Bro- Brooklyn wasn't a thing when I was living here. In the really? 90s. Yeah, yeah. 90s, early 2000s. Yeah um, But now it's, Now it's such a the thing The last time I was in Brooklyn I was in Bed-Stuy No joke I was re- My band was recording At a studio In yeah The scariest place On the planet um, At the time I'm sure there's like High rises And all oh, sorts probably. of Really cool hipsters yeah. There with beards But um I was walking Through the streets And I think I took a picture There was literally A coffin in the street Oh yeah, and we were daring each other open it no you open it no you open it and somebody opened it somebody opened yeah, it yeah I was like I guarantee you there's a homeless person in there right it was a legit like
1: Okay. those things
0: cost thousands of
2: dollars that is yeah.
1: amazing you know one time in Brooklyn in Crown Heights my roommate got cat called by a man driving a hearse yeah and then it happened to me a week later
0: <laughs> the same guy
1: I'm assuming or like who else is rolling up with this vehicle yeah. dropping coffins clearly where you were <laughs> and then cat calling my roommate and I well it
0: was had to be the same guy in all these scenarios, right? He just was it's cat the calling same guy. the door was open and he didn't even notice.
1: He's a renegade funeral <laughs> home. I'm now <laughs> I'm into him. How sad is that? Yeah, just let's no self him respect.
0: Out. Maybe he's got some Instagram that we could find. Yeah, follow now I'm the like cat calling coffin guy.
1: Maybe he's nice. <laughs>
0: Maybe, maybe he's got <laughs> some money. Maybe he's got an apartment that's available. He's
1: certainly got interesting hobbies. <laughs> but I don't is, have so, any hobbies. So,
0: t- talk about self awareness and lack of self awareness. To yeah. be a dude in a hearse and you're like, hey, baby.
1: Yeah, just so totally lacking yeah. any type. Of, but I feel like every man that cat calls is lacking any True. sense of self awareness.
0: True, I'm sure you have some some stuff about that. You, you in do. my act? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, it's never worked. Nobody's ever gotten any, they've never gotten their response. in the
0: history of catcalling, there was never one person. This, by the way, is going to be the most listened to Entrepreneur Circle podcast and the most fun because we are breaking the mold here because oh. we have Ashley Austin Morris, who is not only, I feel, an entrepreneur because personal brand to me is owning your own business and, and, and promoting yourself as a business. and. That's a lot of hard work because I'm currently doing it. But um <laughs> but um yeah, Ashley Sue Morris is here. Is my with real us. name. Yes. And um no, this is cool. Continue the conversation. I just wanted oh, to thank sort of interject um because so far, so right, you've listened she supposed Barbara's off on the side and supposedly has listened to some of my episodes, but um yeah, okay. Do you
1: ever show Barbara? Because for your listeners, Barbara's skin is uh <laughs> glowing, it's luminous, it's taunt. I really, she has a face not for radio. She has a face for
0: the boob tube. Which is now phone's. So, yeah, the yeah. boob tube is your phone. I tell her all the time. I'm trying to help her The hearse driver knows what the boob tube he is. He knows exactly. <laughs> and she gets catcalled from that guy as well. But um, no, I tell her to build her personal brand, not just because yeah. of her dangerously good looks, but right. also because she's good at it. Yeah, like She is can she... get on the stage. She can talk to people. Really? And she's Really? Even though she says, I'm shitting bricks and I'm really nervous when I'm yeah. doing it, you can't tell. I'm not good yeah. at
1: building a brand because my whole thing is that I'm not good at being on the planet. Like, I don't know that I'm supposed to be here. It feels like I, like, something got lost. Like, my passport got lost. I didn't, <laughs> something, I feel like God was like, oh, no. And, like, yeah. like I fell off the conveyor belt and I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be on Earth. Yeah. And now I'm like, what the crap am I supposed to do here? Mm-hmm. And... So definitely then if you're like, now put that on Instagram, I'm like, what? Yeah. He wants a password. But,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you've been doing, though. You've been doing it. You're surviving. You're figuring stuff out. And that maybe that's it. That's what you're here to do, right? Yeah. You're, you're, the thing is, and I always like to, to call back to one of my favorite movies ever. Um, and I did it last time on one of my shows. And she looked at me like, what are you talking about? Because um, she was super young. Um, it's a Wonderful Life, right? Oh, it's if such you a great ever, movie. Ever, right? Yeah, you and I. Right, I the love same. that movie. And um, it's like, think about, and I do this probably. That on a isn't daily our basis. generation, by the
1: way. That was like it, 1942. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you and I. It's our. I'm like, we're. I'm not 107. Like. It was black and white.
0: <laughs> I watched a colorized version of no, it the other day. No, it's from the so 40s. You're right. You're right. It's everyone's generation. The, that the movie is for everyone. But um, no, but she didn't see it or she pretended and didn't admit what, it or whatever it was. you did see
1: It's a Wonderful Life? Uh,
0: maybe it was you. I don't know. But the thing is, okay, you've seen it. Because, Horrible parents. But yeah, exactly. Anybody who, that is child abuse. It but, is. Um, so But anyway, the reason I reference it is because I think everyone should audit their lives yeah. occasionally and say... What would have happened to that person, to this person, to everything around me if I didn't exist? Right?
1: Oh, right. And yeah. like
0: for you, you're like, yeah, I fell off the conveyor belt, which sort of like hints to like, yeah, okay, I don't really have huge significance or, you know, it was just sort of an afterthought, right? That's kind of your joke.
1: No, I think it kind of means like, and I do think this is my gift though, is yeah. that. I didn't get the memo. Mm-hmm. And I actually think, like, everybody feels like they didn't get the memo, the rules on how to be on the planet. Mm-hmm. But we live in a society that, like, you're supposed to either know what you're doing or pay your own way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I kind of just stand here and go, What's
2: happening? Yeah.
1: And that being honest about my utter confusion and bewilderment
2: Mm -hmm.
1: on how to be a human, how to be on the earth is a little bit of like my gift. Because um, I think like in, and I'm sure there's a way to do it in business as well, but I think when you give voice to something that people feel scared about of their own uh, shortcomings, Mm -hmm. you make them feel better. And you comfort them, and you bring laughter and joy to something that they felt embarrassed about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of comics—that's—that's that's what they do.
0: Right, that's your why for being on stage.
1: Well, well, yeah. I mean, for me, being on stage is a very spiritual experience. Mm-hmm. Um, on a good night, you know, like mm-hmm. I—I'm a very spiritual person, so I always just pray to be, you know, I. I pray to disappear, and I like I always think like God, please help me be the comic that this audience needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the less me, and I feel the more God. And when I say God, you know, it's uh, I know that that can be like loaded for many people, but yeah. it's just the, my truth. Yeah. So if you know, because I don't know you, I don't know this audience. Mm-hmm. So if I'm asking like divine love to speak words through me, that mm-hmm. would make me invisible, and hopefully them invisible to now we're all just this new heartbeat
0: look at that that to me
1: is like a transcendent exquisite experience
0: so yeah let's talk about that so how often does that happen that that sort of heightened awareness of like does that happen often when you're on stage like you said on a good night
1: yeah i mean i think it it depends like there are certain things like if i um if I go to be, because I have a, I have an issue of making my career and being funny and idle in my life, right? Yeah. And I really think, like, anything that you have built built yourself worth on that is a variable, meaning it can come and go, mm-hmm. is going to crumble and it's going to take you with it. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you're going to have great moments where you have a lot of money or you're really funny or whatever it is that you've made your identity in. Yeah. You have millions of followers, whatever. But you're also going to have moments where none of that is real and then you're not going to exist and then mm-hmm. that's going to suck. Yeah. Um, and so when I go to be funny, because that's my identity, yeah. um, it is not work. I Maybe there'll be some laughs, but it's not transcendent. There's no love. It's all about me. I'm selfish. You, There's a distance between us a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, when I can go and say, I'd like to be of service, God. I'd yeah. like to be loving. I'd like mm-hmm. to love these humans. I'd like mm-hmm. to f- make these humans feel joy. I'd like to be uh, a presence container of love and laughter and joy and encouragement it tends to go better when i don't when i go to give Mm -hmm. as opposed to
0: get so on any given night is that um something that if if it's if it's not a a great night is it because you weren't connected and focused on that sort of
1: yeah i think there's lots of things i think if i was focused on myself Mm -hmm. um for whatever reason that day okay yeah I i mean i'm not a monk yeah I have lots of selfish mm. mostly selfish mm. thoughts and feelings. Right. Um, when I if I'm not spiritually fit, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Okay. It just but, doesn't work. But I mean work. how
0: much of that comes from the audience as well? You know, like
1: Yeah, there're certain nights where the audience d- that's why I also feel like stand up is this ex- is this beautiful thing where audience is so so much of it. And you can feel someone's soul on yeah. stage. You can feel if they're in a bad place, you can feel if they don't want to be there, you can feel all of it. Yeah. You really can. And an audience is so much more a part of the show than they realize. Mm-hmm. And that's why like there's these dangers in living these, uh, you know, a comic kind of reflects an experience of the planet that we're all kind of sharing. That's mm-hmm. when it's really funny. But, um, when we are always on our phones and really we're all living these individual choose your own adventure lives by what mm. we're looking at on the phones it's much harder for a comic to break through that barrier mm. you know because there's not a shared experience right um so it's becoming different it's becoming more challenging and i would just pray that as you know we technology isn't going anywhere so as we all become more um to ourselves I hope that we can like see comedy and comedy clubs as this place where we get to be human again, Mm. you know.
0: Yeah, the only way to do that is to collect everyone's phones at the door. (laughs) Which you know,
1: there's clubs in – there's a club in Denver that does that. Really? And comics. Denver would do that, right? I know. And comics love performing there for that reason.
0: Think about that. Um, I I remember back in the day. You know, like back in the day, I was around. You know the sam kinnison days like i saw him sure. live. oh my gosh um, wow yeah it was crazy he did a cool bit i mean we could, we could talk about it an hour later but um I, no one has ever done it since before or since since i've said but anyway um yeah we we didn't we weren't distracted by watching reality through our phone right while it's happening which while is ironic because it's like what are you doing you go to a concert you go to a live event right. you go to a comedy show why the F are you watching it on your phone? And remember what happened when somebody <sighs> posted your show, which I was grateful for because I got to yeah. l- experience it again. Right? And, and it, it was
1: so hard for me to tell you I what mean, I you told you. You did so nice. It oh, was, thank yeah, you. It
0: was such a nice, you perfectly, like you, you had PR or something. I was like, she must have somebody do this. No, I'm kidding. No.
2: <laughs> but no, it was good. It was, it was very grammatical errors. <laughs> no, it was good.
0: It was good. And it, and it, and it put them, you know, it, it, it educated them, right? <sighs> thank um, on, you. On, on not why not to do it, so that maybe they won't do it again.
1: Thanks for saying that, because it's also really hard for me to speak up for myself. I so. mean,
0: no, 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 and you did it right away too. As soon as you noticed it, um, and what I'm speaking about is um, your set, your entire set in yeah. the beginning of the night was on Facebook Live, yeah, and people were sharing it. I was one of them, and then um, you reached out to me, but you know, you you eventually went to the people that put it up and said, hey, you know, can you very politely said. Can you take that down? And you gave them the reasons.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: But anyway, that experience that you're talking about, I feel like, yeah, there's got to be a way to get back to it. And maybe it is taking your phones at the door. And maybe it is, you know, doing stuff that people don't want to do, but when they'll be appreciative of it after the fact.
1: Well, and I think that we just, we live in kind of a, and I know there's good to it. So I don't want to be one of those people that's like... (laughs) Like, you know, like if it had been back in the day and I'm churning butter and I'm like, are well, the milkman's going to ruin our lives. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to sound like that. I don't yeah, even know if that yeah. made sense. But um, there's it just I think that we live in a culture where everybody wants to be the entertainer rather than the entertained. Mm. And so we've got all these platforms for everybody to become their own star. Yeah. And while on so many levels, that's so great.
2: Yeah.
1: I think it, and I find it with myself. It's hard for me to enjoy entertainment because mm-hmm. I want to be the one entertaining. Mm. And so I just, I hope that we come back to a place where like human connection mm-hmm. is more important than, uh, these, networking platforms and yeah. blah blah blah
0: yeah i mean there's always obviously good and bad in anything yeah. that's new right and so yeah we, we are able to connect quicker and easier to people across the globe and right, right experience cultures that we never would be right, able to experience totally. you know 25 years ago but then now it's taking away the humanity totally. of everything and i and i try to be aware of it even like when i'm Recording my kids on my phone, and I'm looking at the phone, and I'm like, What am I doing? Like, why don't yeah. I look past the phone and not worry about if it's cropped correctly? Yeah, you know, and just experience the moment, and then only do it for 30 seconds, totally you know, a minute, and then shut it off and then enjoy the moment. Um, I but think, I will
1: say that audience in particular, the audience I met you in, yeah, a lot of tech people, I yeah. would say, like, huge,
0: right? Right,
2: and- were you joking about that?
0: You were saying because you it, it was. It was mobbed up as far as like branding. Totally. And, right, remember? Totally. And you kept joking about it. I didn't know if you were like serious that you didn't know. I had no clue. Okay. I yeah. thought it
2: was,
1: <laughs> this is how it was told to me. That it was Donnie's brother's birthday. But you know, this none is of his that is true, house,
0: right? Uh, what? Oh, right. None it wasn't of that his was birthday. true.
1: But I, listen, this was like third-party information. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was so blessed to be there. It was so great. But what I wanted to say about it being so many like tech people, blah yeah. blah blah, mm-hmm. is that you guys were such a gorgeous audience. Like the yeah. souls there. Everybody was mm. so freaking present. So that kind of like mm. completely flips on its head what mm. I just said about technology losing its humanity because i could feel your guys humanity you guys were such a gorgeous Mm. audience and you really you were so present you were so you know yeah
0: i think there's something though and i don't you know i don't want to break it down or or hurt anyone's feelings here but um and and james came on after you and he was like who here and and it's i guess he put something out there that he would to a normal everyday tuesday night crowd who here hates their job? And no one raised their hands. Do you remember that? I don't know oh if he my went gosh, backstage. that's right. And yeah. no one raised their hands. Because they're business owners here. We're entrepreneurs. Of course we love our jobs. Yeah. We, we, we dictate our lives and our every day. Um, so he was – and I don't know if it hit him because he's an entrepreneur. He's a right. crazy, ridiculous, successful guy. But that was the reason. Like yeah. I think you're dealing with more evolved, for lack of a better word, audience than normal. Right. Yeah. Because they are – at that level, they're the they're right. the bosses. They're the CEOs, right? So they're sort of evolved in a way. But
1: Yeah, I think you're right. But I wish I could like brain pick your brain about how to organize a day because mm-hmm. when you are your own business
0: It's tough. Oh my yeah, gosh. I'm focused. like I'm gonna Focus. go
1: for a workout and four hours later I've worked out for ten minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, and I, I, I've like
1: re, like now I own an essential oil company I mean not really <laughs> but it's like I'm a Rodan and Fields ambassador not really but
0: just okay so no, I know it. you're half joking what do, you, what do you do when you wake up what, what happens
1: um, I wake up I get on my knees mm-hmm. and I ask God to help me I'm yeah. not kidding yeah. and, and how long does that take that takes like a minute because I really okay. can't do anything before coffee. So mm. I get on my knees. I do that. I, mm. I I I I acknowledge that I believe this is God's day, and I would like to live it God's way. Okay. So then I go and I get coffee. I make the coffee. I sit on my floor and I ask to have coffee with God. I ask to have my spirit aligned. Okay. Um, I ask to be removed of like selfishness mm. and self seeking. meditation. Yeah, like a yeah. meditation. I write. I free write.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I read some. Of the Bible, I read some devotional stuff. Mm-hmm. The whole thing takes like an hour. Okay. And then every single day, I have an argument. Do I write or do I work out? And the argument takes up the afternoon.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm not a focused person. Yeah.
0: What, I mean, well, to me, it sounds like you have that first hour. Like that's that's key. That's yeah, important. Yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. doing there. Yeah. I yeah, because never I'm a that.
1: demon without that. Like that's, I'm a horrible right. person.
0: <laughs> so what I love about that is you're aware, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Even though you joke about it, you're you're aware. And I always I found out um that if anyone ever tells you that I'm this or I am that, believe it. Because that person, even though go, you know, I'm a dick or I uh, you know, I'm grumpy when I don't eat. Like so they know and they're telling you and just yeah. you, you know Put that in your mental Rolodex yeah. and stock that for later because yeah. they just told you who they are. Right. So I know you've joked about that on stage. Um, so I didn't know if and you're saying it again. So, but um, I think your your first hour, that's key. Like a lot of people yeah. don't do that. They oh. don't even write. You know, connect oh. with themselves and get centered. And that's that's. But I mean, as far as like your, um, and I'm not giving advice. We're just talking. You as, can um, give me advice. I I'm need not, it. Um, <laughs> it's it's it's. It's your choice, right? To I mean, those are vo- both very productive things. You know, like as far as health and exercise, uh, as long as I feel like you're doing that, uh, some level of it every day or every other day, right? You know, sometimes I don't feel like going to the gym. I'll just like do a thousand push ups, not that many, but I'll, wow. I'll do push ups, sit ups, or do whatever. I got my exercise done in five minutes. Right. At least I got that done. So if you feel like really the passion to write in that moment and you want to get exercise, just do some jumping jacks, do some Pilates, right. not, like not Pilates uh planks or whatever it is. Right. That's quick and easy. I love Tabata. You ever do Tabata or high no, intensity hit? That? Tabata is exercises you can do without the gym that you use your own weight and uses stuff around. And you use it. It's all that's um, a great idea. It's it's like 20 seconds of high intensity workout and then 10 seconds off. That's so, great. And then you just do that for 10 minutes. It's that's all great. like go to YouTube, just Tabata on YouTube or hit. That's a great I, it, idea. And then you knock it out and you're like, okay, I didn't have to go to the gym, I didn't have to run around the block, I didn't have to do any of that, I got my exercise. And now you can do what you want to do for the day.
1: Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think that's really great. Another, another friend told me, this was really life changing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: was um, running and reading. If Is you he, run, have you tried that? No, not read, not at the same time. <laughs> okay. No, I would throw up. Um, <laughs> that would suck. That guy sucks. Whoever's like, you got to run a race, time. that guy's cross eyed because you see people and gets migraine doing
0: it while they're yeah, on Yeah, the Larry treadmill. David,
1: you see Larry David. No, uh, I'm just kidding, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I don't know Larry David, but yeah. I mean, his character, could be right? Too. Right, but yeah, like if you run and if you read, like reading great works I think is very inspiring yeah
0: yeah I agree with that although I don't read anymore I listen to like audiobooks yeah which is so much more efficient for me yeah it is great well then I can run and read yeah air quotes right yeah um get a lot more done Rather than like sitting down, and because I associate my bed with sleeping, so if I take a book, I'm out. I I can't even get past a chapter.
1: Well, I just don't. Once I'm up, I'm up. I don't like sitting down. I don't like watching things. Like I'm, I'm a very curl
0: up with a book. No, no, no. I'm a very active. I I can't do that either. Yeah. Uh, It's funny because I do miss. The idea of holding a book and putting it on my shelf as a trophy. Hey, I, yeah. hey everyone, look what I
2: read. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, it's funny because I have friends that, you know, entrepreneurs, or whatever, they'll take pictures or they'll have it in the background and um, it's all these books, you know, the stuff that we're supposed to read. And, and I'm like, I have all of that on my phone. Like, I can literally have yeah. the entire like library in the, the world in my phone. I don't need yeah. to have it behind me. Yeah. I mean, so, I love a
1: book too, just because I don't like looking at the screen. Yeah. Uh, but I mean...
0: You mean like a Kindle or something?
1: Yeah, but like... Yeah, I think... Ugh, yeah. Who cares if they... They haven't even read all those books.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure. And you know that there's shortcuts to everything, so you can go on YouTube and like yeah. not read a book, and somebody summarized it in like 10 minutes? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I read it.
1: Why would people do that, though? Why So do you... they say that they read it. So they say they read it? Yeah.
0: yeah. Or they think that they can you know like neo and the matrix download a lot more information in a short Interesting. amount of time shortcuts and hacks
1: i always say i read in the times and that's not what happened you know <laughs> what the happened is still around i don't know you know what, what happened you're... my brother who yeah. reads the new york times cover to cover every day oh he read something in the times and he told me mm-hmm. and i got it wrong and then i told you i read it in the times that's okay. how that goes <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i mean can you just go to the times twitter feed or whatever or instagram oh, yeah. or something But um, yeah, I
1: uh, Twitter is like I don't know who reads reading anything on Twitter. Twitter is honestly like dipping your eyeballs in anthrax. I don't know. (laughs) It's just disgusting.
0: I I look at Twitter um, the way I do like um, Netscape. Remember remember Netscape or AOL and they used to send us CDs and tin cans. Oh, my God. That's how I look at Twitter now. Like it's old to me. It's disgusting. It's like, I remember it was big back when Ashton Kutcher made it big. and then I want to get in touch with
1: Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, yeah, I can. T- can I we- tell you why?
0: Oh, for real? You, you want to get in touch with
1: Yeah, that? I have to. Okay. Did I just hijack this? No. Okay. Ashton Kutcher is doing so much incredible work for women that are stuck in sex trafficking. And I, I have to get involved. And what? I don't know... I don't know the best way to get involved. I do some, I have supported some things privately on my own, but it's a huge calling I have Mm -hmm. and I don't know how to active, like, it's such a ginormous problem Mm -hmm. that I kind of don't know my in. Yeah. And so, if anyone listening to this, like, literally, yeah, well, let's put it on
0: Twitter. (laughs) We'll tag him in Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Listen to the show. I want my
1: whole TV set, my whole TV series. I want to, like, be able to employ women getting out of that lifestyle uh, uh, just all kinds of stuff yeah speaking
0: of your TV show yeah um, how's that going
1: it's really good we got papers back from the lawyer today Mm -hmm. Um, so hopefully we're moving forward with a production company I mean you never know things take forever yeah I'm not used to that I'm not good at uh, I'm not good at slow stuff waiting yeah yeah I wonder if anyone's like I'm so great at waiting (laughs) That's an attribute. of mine. Uh,
0: The Dalai Lama. I thought you were gonna say
1: Dolly oh. Parton.
0: Dolly Parton. That would have turned you it know, around Dolly for L- me. <laughs> I love Dolly Parton. She's great. She's amazing. She's fantastic. She, um, you know, was huge. No, no pun intended. At the time when I was growing up, <laughs> you know, she was massive. Yeah. Yeah, Kenny Rogers. And,
1: oh my gosh. Yeah. Islands in the Stream. Are you I, me? I didn't
0: realize like that was country. That to me was just music. It's so funny. This <laughs> Where all circles are circles from? <laughs> uh, because well, I'm originally from. I'm born and raised in New York. But you know, my music was just music in yeah. my house, right? And it was yeah. like, yeah, Islands in the Stream and whatever. Fantastic. Hello, uh, what, 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 that nine to five. Remember nine to five? That movie. Do I
1: remember it? I know every yeah, word. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Go ahead, sing it. But um, yeah. stumble out of bed and. <laughs> <laughs> but that to me, that is that considered country?
1: I feel like Dolly Parton breaks all barriers. Okay. Like, yeah. Dolly Parton is just one of the God's gifts to being on the planet. Yeah. You know, like, she just makes the planet better. Yeah. Yeah, I do think she's country music, but I think it's not like blah, blah, my Chevy. Yeah. She's yeah. No Chevy. All
0: right, right yeah she was she she was pretty um cool and every- she was just ubiquitous in the eighties, yeah I mean, do yeah. you ever think like
1: if you were like I think if Dolly Parton and Fran Lieberwitz mm-hmm. had a baby, that would be me
0: Fran Lieberwitz. why do I know that name who is that
1: so she's kind of like this New York writer personality mm-hmm. that um she's super funny, like you yeah. should look her up but okay. it's like a very dry sardonic is that the right word sardonic it sounds right yeah sure yeah um i have no education uh, i really don't but <laughs> 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 you're super smart though oh that's very kind but i have zero education uh,
0: yeah so that's you i'm gonna look that up and i'll i'm sure i'll agree yeah. 100 percent that um you i are don't that. look like dolly parton but do you <laughs> Just
1: have dolly in my soul
0: yeah yeah she um but anyway are we talking about anything we, you're supposed to talk about no, on this podcast? No, it's fine. There's nothing that we're specifically supposed to talk about, oh. um, other than, you know, being a person that can inspire others. You know, and yeah. figuring out sort of deconstructing what success is. And mm. you know, a lot of people don't consider themselves a success, and a lot of people who have been on my show don't consider them a success. And I'm like, you're on my effing show. And you've accomplished something not because you're on my show, but because you inspired me. You wow. inspired me in a way that we need to have a conversation, and we need to tell your story and talk about who you are, what you do, and how you got there. Wow! And that's really it, and that's what you did for me, right? That's you, so you. You inspired of you. me, and um, I was like, you know, I want to get to know you, and I want to hear more about your story. And we chatted a little bit after your, you know you got off stage, and you're like, yeah, I have this show, and it's about, you know, I don't want to give away and if you don't want to give away, but um yeah, I thought that was so cool cuz I never heard anything. Oh, thank you. And I was like, yeah, this is this could this could go somewhere. It's really cool.
1: Thank you so much. I feel I was so um I feel so blessed to be talking to you right now. So Aww, thank
0: you. Yeah. Well, you're amazing. And um th- what I was saying before we turned the mics on, how you were so connected and now it makes sense that you said all that. Um and you <clears throat> Sort of i guess like a maestro or a conductor right where you have all these people in front of you and they all have to be in sync
2: yeah and
0: like you said um they don't even realize you're putting them in sync right you're you're conducting this orchestra and of laughter hello And um, and it was beautiful. And when you brought it all home, like you started, I can't recall right off the top of my head. I'd have to go back to the Facebook thing that got deleted. (laughs) But you said something in the beginning and, you know, like an entrepreneur, you started with the end in mind and you you brought it all back. Right, you had all this funny stuff. You engage with the audience, which a lot of comics don't like to do because the right. unpredictability and the right, spontaneity right, right, of it throws right. them off. Right, right, right? right, right But right. you just kept going with it and going with it. And every time you were on stage, because you were emceeing, mm. right? So you were on the stage. You know, we were blessed that you were on stage multiple times. Okay. But you killed it when you first got on. Like you Thank set the tone you. for the whole night. Thank and, you so much. And the people that you know, they were just privileged to to hear you do what you do. And you were you were on you did you know you were on like you were. I felt really just very, in.
1: I've just felt very blessed that night I felt okay. I really could feel um I could really feel God like doing for me what I couldn't do for myself yeah um I guess if there's you know one of my uh dearest friends and she is such an inspiration to me and and she's amazing she um She's an atheist, and so we share uh, our friendship is based on like a common grace, you know. Mm. Because I really probably mention God every other word. I hope
0: it's not your roommate.
1: No, <laughs> no. Um, it's a lot of
0: long nights.
1: No, yeah, but talk, I mean, right? I wouldn't care if it was. Yeah, so yeah. and then the reason I say that is because like for your listeners that maybe like are like, can this chick stop with the God stuff? It's like I can't because that's my truth, mm. you know. Yeah, I love it. So I felt like that night, I I felt I definitely felt like God doing for me what. I couldn't do for myself, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's funny because I'm I'm with you. You know, I don't I don't often talk about it, but um, I do feel that like when you're channeling or you're being a conduit, for right? Something. And especially and and you know. It's funny because I, if you look at the descriptor of my show, I do mention spirituality, but we don't often get into it. Yeah. But um, when someone, I do, I'm a firm believer that if someone comes to you and they give you an aha moment or you're like, holy shit, I didn't think of that, or whoa, you know, I was just enlightened there for a second and right. you know, I'm going to make a move or I'm going to do that or inspired me to do something, that's God talking to you, right? That's something yeah. that's channeled. That person yeah. came to you for a reason and it's like, I'm um, in the moment, in time where that was supposed to happen totally. and, I, and I heard it totally loud and clear. Um, and you, t- it, it, and, and it's up to you whether you take action on it or not.
1: I love that. Right. I love that.
0: So see
1: you, and I really need to help a lot of times with taking action. Mm. Um, because I don't know, I never know what, a- I mean, I've had just a very bizarre, um, experience yeah. on the planet and yeah. a very, you know, I didn't come from like a, Uh, any structure I barely went to school growing up Mm -hmm. and um so every I've pretty much I have lived more by miracles Mm -hmm. than I have by anything else Mm -hmm. but then I do think that there comes a point and I think like something that I, I was so intrigued by meeting you was like okay well um What actions can you be taking? Mm. Like not to negate a miracle, but just to be like, that's awesome. Let me also participate. You know what I mean? And I'm sure there's more things that I can do that out out of honest, like laziness, maybe I haven't like learning social media more, how Mm -hmm. to brand myself more. Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's
1: just something where I go, it's like math. Like it just scrambles my brain. So I just go, well, I don't do that. Right. And... I wonder, um, I, I would like to like almost like humble myself and and learn. And I'm not good at learning. A, I'm not good at learning something that doesn't intrigue me. <laughs> right.
0: And you know what? That's totally normal. Like <laughs> yeah. there are some people that take that as a challenge. Like I'm going to learn everything. You know, I have friends of mine right. that like they literally pick something up and then they just focus on that. And right. they crush it and then they move on. Right. right? Um, but as – Business owners and people who try to grow businesses, um, the key for success to me is putting teams in place, right? Mm. And finding experts and surrounding yourself with yeah. people who are really good at something that you're not good at because I'm not going to try to be good at everything. Right. Let's just And just admitting it and having the self-awareness to say – you know what? I'm not interested in social media. I'm not interested in doing that or even yeah. like I'm never I would never build my own house, but I need one, you know. It's oh, like Oh, wow. You need wow, that's experts, a great, right? To yeah. just say, you know what? You crushed that. You know, my friend Barbara was sitting here. She owns a, a cleaning company and I'm like, I, I'm awful wow. at that, you know. it's like, "Can you have your crew come in here and take care of my house?" Yeah. So it's like um, there are certain things I that got you I got fired to put from being play. a maid, by the way. You got what? Fired from being a maid, by the really? way. Really? It's you, such a great story, but go on. Well, we need to hear that yeah, story because that really sounds good. like it would be hilarious. It's great. <laughs> um, but anyway, no, but my point is that um, you don't have to be good at it. Don't, don't beat yourself up over it. it. You know, you are good at what you do, and you know what you're good at, and you focus on that. And put the proper people and teams and people that you trust in to take care of those things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. I mean, like... It's okay. You know, you don't you don't have to try to do a thousand things. Oh, that's so or, nice. You know? But so tell us your maid story.
1: Okay. So, <laughs> I was living in LA mm-hmm. and I had no money. I'm mm-hmm. talking zero. Yeah. And I went on Craigslist. This was when, Cra- and I pretty much just hit, like I was just looking for jobs, right? And I've waited tables, I, I mean, forever. Like, really. I've mm-hmm. started, I've been working since I'm 13. So mm-hmm. I've like, Done that. Um, but I needed money that day. Like I didn't have time to like train at a restaurant. Like I needed money. Okay. Um, so I went on Craigslist. That was a thing. And it was awful. Like I think I just cut and paste like, <laughs> yes, I will clean your house. No, I will not wear a Hello Kitty outfit while doing it. Like it was just perverts like what a dumpster fire Craigslist was just for perverts okay (laughs) which is also like my fan base but anyway (laughs) so uh, you know who you are Jim no windows drives a van anyway walkie talkie collection Um, so whatever I I love those I love them I need all the fans I can get so I found this girl she was a single mom Mm -hmm. my mom I eventually she got remarried but you know I grew up a lot with single mom um so she needed her house cleaned Mm -hmm. and i was like this is great this can be i'm gonna make 80 bucks um i can clean by the way i can't clean so it seems
0: like something it's like i could cook i I could do any of this stuff yeah
1: but i had no cleaning supplies so Mm -hmm. i like gathered all my change I went to the freaking dollar store. Oh my God. I spent every penny I had oh on God. cleaning supplies and zone bars.
2: Okay. Zone
1: bars, you eat them. This will, they, we will come back to the zone bars. Don't okay. forget about them. Okay. So I show up at this chick's house and she clearly looks at me like, she was younger than me and she had a baby mm. and I started to clean and she was like, so are you, she's like just sitting there eating dominoes. It was so bizarre. So she was like, so are you like in school? And I was like, no. And then she was like, are you married? Like, do you have kids? And mm. I just want to be like, my dreams didn't work out. That's why I'm here. Like, could you just stop? <laughs> yeah. with the, like, clearly the I took questions. some wrong turns. Yeah. Okay. So I go upstairs I could feel that it was something she, it, it wasn't, it wasn't she, good.
0: Right, right. It wasn't connecting. She couldn't compute what she the hell was She couldn't compute. Right? Yeah.
1: And that yeah. like, so I was already offended. She was already offended. Like mm-hmm. we didn't start off yeah. good. So um, I'm upstairs um, cleaning her bedroom. I suck at this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm really just eating zone bars. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, was it like, a upstairs. mess by the way? Not really. Okay. I'm just like upstairs eating Zone bars pretending to clean. Mm-hmm. I told you Zone bars <laughs> come back. But anyway, yeah. so I'm cleaning. Um I come downstairs. I'm like the, the upstairs done. She goes upstairs. She's like there's dust in my bed. And I said, okay. yeah, I thought that was weird too.
2: <laughs> and
1: she was like you're not good at this. Like you need to go. You're fired. Oh. And so I said I've been here Two or three hours, like yeah, you have to pay me something, yeah. So she gave me sixty bucks.
0: Okay, what was, I was she? Spo- I was supposed suppose-
1: to make like eighty, eighty-five. Okay. So I left. I've spent every penny that I've had. Right. Mm-hmm. I go home. I well, I got gas. I went home, and I thought about it. And I don't know if your audience probably. I was raised by missionaries, mm-hmm. so um, I was like, you know what? It wasn't right of me to do that. I like stole this woman's money. Mm. This wasn't right of me. Mm-hmm. So I got a card and I wrote her a letter. And I was like, I am so sorry. Like, I was not equipped to do that job. I did not do it to the best of my ability. I want you to take your money back. And I wrote these Bible verses in it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be like, this is why I'm giving you your money back. Cause like, did God you put is the my- money in the mail. No, I put it in the card. I wrote, God is like, God is my provision, God is my portion, like I'm gonna be okay, but I'm not gonna be okay if I steal from you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want you to know like you're gonna be okay, like God's gonna provide your needs, blah, blah. Mm -hmm, So mm
2: -hmm.
1: I go, I spend it's the last of my money, right? Like it's not it's I have nothing. Yeah. I drive all the way back over there, I leave it outside her door, card, bible verses, all the cash she gave me. Mm -hmm. Um next day I get a phone call from the LAPD and they want to talk to me what she got robbed and she thought it was the maid with the bible verses and the money and I was like are you freaking kidding me so then I go and I talked to the LAPD yeah and they were like why would you leave her this card and I go they were like why would you return the money like this is LA nobody get the money." Yeah. Okay. She got everything. Yeah. But somebody had broken into her, and I had heard her having a disagreement with her ex-boyfriend. Like I have a feeling there was like another woman involved. Like uh-huh. there was other stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so the LAPD is questioning me, and I'm just telling them the truth. And they're like, "This is Los Angeles. Like what? Nobody does this." And yeah. then I say, "I was raised by missionaries." <laughs> and they were like, "Get out of here."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Get your money-giving back self out of here. Wow, yeah, jeez!
1: And I was fine, you know, man I lived
0: well, wow. see see you've always sort of been true and and uh genuine it's just well, I've done a lot of like... crappy
2: stuff too, yeah, yeah,
0: well, we all do at some point in our lives, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, whether you own up to it, you know, I've done a ton of stuff that I'm just like, uh well, I know that was not me, I'm not like that now, but that I know Hansi on the night, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, we evolve. We have to figure out who the heck we are, and it's a constant everyday thing. Um, You know, who we are now is not going to be who we're going to be tomorrow and 10 years from now. Uh, We hope to be more evolved. And it always frustrates me, too. But, you know, people in my life that are older, um, it's like, you're not there yet? I'm like, shouldn't you be this sage individual that, like, is all-knowing and, like, can help figure stuff out and give advice? And then they're just like, huh. no, I'm still the same person that I was 80 years ago. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, okay, but everybody has their own thing. Yeah. And you know, and my belief on that, if I could speak on that, is, um, is, um, you know, we get a turn. And I don't know if you know your belief is like, you know, you, you get to come back, and then the reset button. You know, and, you know, I, I really think that like you get to do it again and then again and again and oh, again really? and yeah, I do. And I think that like. You know, some people are here to keep trying, and then you know that. Oh my like, gosh! Yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> you want to shut the mics off?
1: No, I just meant like, oh no, oh, okay. I want to get things right. Yeah. I want to get them. It's like better. so old souls
0: versus new souls is what I'm getting at. Yeah, you know, so like people who got their shit together. I'm like, okay, you've been here, you've done this, you've and done you've it kind before. of, you know, it's in your programming somehow. You just you're tapping into it unknowingly. <sighs> Um, and then there are other people who are like, I'm a baby to the universe, you know, and I suck at this really bad and I'm figuring it out. I'll come back 80 million more times and try it again.
1: What do you think you need to figure out?
0: What do I need like, to figure what, out? What do
1: you hope that you have, looking back, what do you hope 10 years from now that you're like, thank God I I evolved past that. Um, I learned
0: that. I, I Something that I want to correct or fix or make
1: Just that thing that you were talking about that you look at 80-year-olds or however, and you're like, you didn't get, like, what are you hoping yourself that you... So
0: I hope to be able to be that light, right, for someone who's younger than I am or someone, not necessarily younger, someone who needs um, some sort of guidance that could be a major course correction for them wow. right to to help them navigate to something better or something that they hope to be better and then you know be able to give the wisdom and the advice and my life experience and whatever it is that I can offer um, to help them become something bigger and better wow. that they want whatever bigger and better is in their for by their their definition yeah um, and that's the this that's the reason for this show right I can reach more people that way, right? When I'm on stage, I can reach more people on stage. You know, I can reach more people on Instagram and I can reach more, you know, so it's like the more and more I have, the more people and the more eyes and ears that I have available to me, the more I can help. Yeah. So that's, that's really it. You know, and you're getting yeah. me down this whole spiritual path and emotional and feeling it.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, Did okay. you want to talk about something uh, you know, it's funny, because I
0: really, really, this has gone, like, I didn't, I had no idea you were very spiritual. So oh, yeah. I was saying, this is going to be funny. You no, know? if but you no, ever getting, have a
1: comic on, you're not going to get a lot of laughs. Yeah,
0: no, I noticed that. Like, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> not, not, not that I have, you're my first comic, by the way. Congratulations. Oh, you're my goodness, I feel so privileged. Yeah, it's funny, because I do want to ask James, I had an interesting question for him. Yeah. That, like, so he's, like, uber successful, right? Yeah. And I know that most comics aren't monetarily, Right. right? They struggle. They're star- yeah. starving artists, right? Yeah. Always and you never know how to
1: That's me. I want to learn. Is you never know how to budget because you never know what you're going to have.
0: Right. It's so hard and I right. get that, right? Cuz I I was a starving artist. Um, you know, I, I went to school here in the city and you know, I was literally eating knishes and dirty water dogs, you know, every right. day cuz yeah. that's all I could afford. Um but here's the interesting thing with James's situation and I hope to interview him someday. I'm sitting in his seat right now. Um is like, dude, do comics ever resent the fact that you're on stage because you don't have to do it, right? You're 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 a multimillionaire, you know, you've raised money, you've lost money, you've raised money. Like he just he's like he knows this this he knows right. the code he broke, he broke the code, right? right? He's figured right. it out. He's cracked the code. And comics are probably like, dude, you can make money in your business or do whatever he's doing it because he wants to experience and right. evolve and right. create a new skill set for himself. Right. He's doing it for a lot of really cool reasons, but anyway, that's my question for him. It's like, dude, uh, comics—you know—are they yeah. angry at you for that? <laughs> it's yeah.
1: interesting. I think um, you know I've always had this theory that like if you're gonna if you're gonna get to do what you absolutely love yeah. for money, because most people don't get to do that, right? it's probably going to be a little bit harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And don't you think it kind of should be? Because there's a lot of people that are like really working jobs they hate right Mm. now because they're providers or because they want to be responsible in that way. And I always think like, you know, yeah, man, the money stuff, that gets scary. That's really scary, right? Because it goes back to that sense of security that we all desperately want. But a uh, perfect example. I one time had my, a levy on my bank account. I didn't know it. And mm-hmm. the fir- right as I was walking to perform for the very first time at the comedy store mm-hmm. in Hollywood,
2: mm-hmm.
1: all of my money got taken from my account. Oh, my God. And I went on stage knowing that I had no money, Holy no God. ability to eat, nothing. But the show was so gorgeous mm-hmm. that it's like I felt like I had a million dollars. Wow. And so I really think like it's how one gets paid. Like is it amazing to get great laughs and feel the spirit and have a bank account full of money? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's gorgeous, of yeah. course. But um you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I know I know that's a in any industry it's 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 We would all love more money. (laughs) Yeah, we all would love more money, especially doing what you love to do. But it's always hard because, like, I imagine, like, you know, I'm looking at this wall here of comedians, you know, Ronnie Dangerfield and Eddie Murphy and Robin Williams, the most successful comics to ever walk the planet. Right. Um, And I'm sure when they hit it big and they started making money, you know, that's like, how do you deal with that success? Like, I I fear that. Like, I obviously would want that success.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But it's like, how do, what do you do with it? And and, and what, what becomes of you? Who do you become? Like, are you going to like that person? Yeah, it's Is really gonna interesting. going to change
1: you? It's really interesting. I, I had a friend who, she was so incredible. She was just like one of the most inspiring people that I knew. And as we were getting to know each other, I knew she was a singer. But I listen to like stuff from the 70s. And mm-hmm. well, I don't know anyone who's famous right now as a <laughs> musician. I mean, really, I know nobody. Yeah. And so I was like, I said to her one day, I go, What are you like super famous? And I just don't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. Because of the way she acted. And she goes, No, I mean, not yet. I probably will be. But like, I know that whatever I think it's going to be like, if I don't have it now, it's yeah. never going to be like that. So I just feel that way now. Mm. And I was like, Wow. Yeah. Mind blow. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, you could just feel successful now.
2: Yes. Exactly.
0: And that's kind of what they say with like fake it until you make it. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's become a cliche, but that's what it is. It's like just walking around with the mindset. Um, It gives off that aura to people.
1: Is that camera on me? It is. Are you using that for something? It is recording. Oh, really? People are watching?
0: No. no, no, Because
1: I took this and I shoved it in my armpit. (laughs) Just so. Okay.
0: That's funny, though.
1: Okay. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. I've had so much salt in the last like 48 hours because I was fighting something and I just kept oh, on that's drinking right. like
0: I'm sorry. stuff with salt. Thanks for coming out while you're sick and recovering. No and problem. But I also stuff.
1: think it's exceptionally selfish of me because I have a deep hatred and I really have to ask God to forgive me for people that go out sick,
0: mm. which is
1: all of Manhattan right yes.
0: now. Yes. Stay I was home. thinking the same thing when we got on the train and there were people sneezing. I'm like, don't Stay you know the vampire home. thing? It's like sneeze into your arm. I know. Not I really. Out, know, the, I'm like, what is it? 1976? Yeah. I like, really. like people yeah. know better to yeah, cover your scurvy nose. Scurvy knaves and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then it's funny because I told Barbara when we got on the train, I was like, don't touch anything. You know, like she's my child. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's like, seriously, like, yeah, you can catch some, something insane Ugh, right disgusting. now. disgusting. everyone here right. is disgusting. you know what you know what i and 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 we have to wrap up because um there's another show coming in after us. but um being on a plane freaks me out. I mean, I try to just shut that off that, but that we're breathing the same air over it's and disgusting. over and over and over, and it's never changed ever. It's like that plane is. Thirty years old, and we're breathing thirty. Year, I know, but that
1: means what if we're breathing in like Judy Garland? Just,
0: well, that's kind of cool. But oh, that'd be um, great. But here's so it? one anyway. tip that I'll give, and then it's your turn to the audience: is never drink the coffee on a plane. <gasps> and I got this from a stewardess who works on American Airlines, a friend of mine that said because the water is recycled over and over, like the air, it's the same water. And I was like, the poop. She's like, well, maybe not the poop water, but the water just. Yeah. Uh, don't drink the coffee. Don't do it. That's a pro tip. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So what do you have for the audience? What do you want to leave with them? Well,
1: oh, okay. What am I supposed to leave with mm, them? Whatever. I don't know. Um
0: No pressure. You don't have to. I think you've given a lot of I very think, good like, tips.
1: For I can only speak from my own experience and I hmm. would just say like um be open to your soul. Yeah. And the things like not seen. Yeah. And I would say that that connection with, with um, that connection with faith and with God, at least for me, yeah, is the greatest.
0: Um, Any book that you would recommend people read? Like yes,
1: that? Tim Keller's uh, "The Reason for God." Mm. I That's think right. it's. I think Tim Keller is a very special writer because he really writes to the intelligentsia. He writes to New Yorkers. He writes to business-minded people mm-hmm. that are more likely to doubt God. Yeah. Um, and I would just recommend
0: that. Okay, awesome. And I'll put that in the show notes with the link and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. I really, really wish um, that we had more time because we could continue chatting and chatting and chatting, yeah. I feel, you know, for hours. Um, but I do want to leave one thing um, that I thought was hilarious is eventually you're going to remake Mama's Family, right? Are you <gasps> that?
1: Did you... Oh, did I say that? I don't know, maybe. Yeah. But I I I can't wait for that to happen. I watched it like a documentary when I was a kid. No, I want to be Carol Burnett's character, the sister. Uh,
0: Yes, yes, Carol Burnett.
1: But I also really, I'm obsessed with Gilda Radner, and Mm. I just want to make like a record that's just me saying hello, like she used to do
0: in character when she'd be like, hello. Have you ever done a photo shoot (laughs) where you represent, like, like do the Gilda in the big chair thing or the phone or whatever? You should do that. With a wig and all that. That'd be fun. You should do a photo shoot where you, like, all your. The people that you look up to, oh, your idols. Oh wow, That'd
1: so that would be so great! Thank you, I would love that. Let's set up a
0: photo shoot for you. And by the way, speaking of photo shoots, uh, Barbara was admiring your photo downstairs. Were you literally naked in Times Square? Or was that photo? shoot?
1: I had on a bikini top oh, and shorts, and I was in Times Square. You at five were in the morning, Times Square, and okay. I would wear clothes now. Yeah. Okay. We evolve. Yeah.
0: Cool. <laughs> but Ashley, Austin, what an honor. Morris, better known as. Uh, Ashley Sue Morris. No,
1: not known to anyone <laughs> as Ashley Sue <laughs> I know, Morris. That's why Just it out. my it's mother hilarious. and the Bear County Hospital.
0: I want to put it out there because it's, it's cool. But if they
1: follow me on Instagram, it's Ash Austin Morris.
0: Yes. And what else? What other socials? Can you put out there your Facebook? All my stuff is Ash Austin Ash Morris. Austin Morris. Okay. Because there was another Ashley Morris. Yeah, there out was. There. And she's probably not even around anymore. I think she was she like killed. in porn or something. Oh know. god. No, I
1: shouldn't say that. I think she's a regular actress. Okay. See, I'm sorry, I said porn.
0: <laughs> not there's anything wrong with that. Um it's a big industry. But okay.
1: Um <laughs> If anyone knows Ashton Kutcher, I'm a willing
0: There we go. Willing. When this episode goes out, we're gonna push it out to Ashton and send it to his people. I wanna do anything and everything to help. Yes. Okay. It's a good good it's a good one. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you from the
1: bottom of my You're heart. The best. You're the best. Seriously. I feel so honored.
0: Cool. And we're getting kicked out. Okay, bye. Hey folks. So that was Ashley Austin Morris. Wonderful to have her on the show. Such a great experience uh, to be recording, as always, at Stand Up New York. And um, it's funny, the, I never had a comedian on the show before, and the thing that comedians often say um, is that people think they're funny here when around them. And I was definitely <laughs> guilty of that uh, as we were talking. Before the show started, um, you know, we were making jokes, and I'm sure I was making jokes that weren't that funny, Um, but um, you know, it it was great. It was it was a great way to enter the show and uh, and kick it off. Um, But yeah, we got pretty deep uh, throughout the course of the show, which which I loved because um, it's different. You know, it was a change of pace from what we normally do here. So I hope you guys enjoyed that and got to hear her story. Um, and he, some of the things that we referenced and some of the people that we were talking to, so Barbara was uh, in the studio, a friend of mine, so we referenced her at the beginning, in case you were wondering. And also, when I mentioned James, I'm talking about James Altucher, who's this amazing um, entrepreneur who often hits the stage as well on um, on in stand-up New York. So James Altucher is someone that I had the pleasure of meeting recently and hope to have him on my show at some point. So yeah, that was who we were talking about. And also, um, I had to look up Fran Lebowitz. I've heard the name, didn't really know of her. So Ash, I agree with you a thousand percent. That was a really (laughs) um, spot-on metaphor there. So folks, one thing she didn't mention, because this launched after the show, um, after we recorded, she now has a podcast. So be on the lookout for that. It's called The Ashley and Madison Podcast. Yes, there's a pun there, but it's funny. It's a really good show. I highly recommend it. The Ashley and Morrison. Um sorry. The Ashley and Madison Podcast. Um, and also, if you're interested in booking Ash, uh, you can find her at AshleyAustinMorrisComedy.com. So that's Ashley com, and there is a form there that you can fill out to book her or uh, there is contact information there um, to, to get in contact with her manager as well. That's it for now, folks. If you'd like to stay in touch with the show, you can contact me directly at eric at onairbrands.com. That's Eric, E-R-I-K at onairbrands.com. And if you aren't already subscribed to the show, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. And please recommend us to one or two people in your circle. That will go a long, long way to growing our community. Also, if you could rate us on iTunes, just take a moment uh, to give us five stars. And if they have more stars, give all of them. We'd greatly appreciate you for that. And always, always like, subscribe, subscribe.